Welcome to TerryWilson3.com, home of TW3. Are you ready to take your money, business, and life to the next level? You are worth more, and you're about to hear how and why. So buckle up and listen up as we journey to the next level. Please welcome your guys to reach your goals, the TW3 family. Here's your host, Regan Wilson. Welcome, everybody. But the TW3 podcast 530. That's 530 podcasts that uh they haven't stopped us yet. Yeah, nobody's come in, nobody's busted the door down at least. We've gotten some requests, but you know, the spam inbox, I guess. The law has gotten too lax. <laughs> but we're here. We're back. Or are we back? I know I've been on a little bit of a sabbatical. I don't know about you. I guess I, I well, everything's been pre-recorded, and well, of course, this is too. So there's not many live streams. I've sort of moved, I guess, our live streams back to what they were before, which is more just of like a webinar to be live, answer questions, illustrate things on the screen. Yeah, I, I guess I've sort of split the podcast up from the webinars. I, I combined them at one time, but I don't. Which this, I mean, by, by you know the terms of it, this is more of a podcast. It's a yes. sit down conversation, whereas our webinars are much more Q and A type stuff. Yeah, that way, if people got questions, they can go to that. But if they want to just get some inside information or on the treadmill or running or whatever, and just want to hear a podcast, right? For whatever reason, which believe it or not, I'm always shocked. There are regular listeners, a lot of them. But you know, dude, I was uh, got an email from someone in Pennsylvania. It's been a few weeks ago. Don't know this gentleman. Uh, never spoke to this gentleman. Been listening to us since 2010. Wow. That's Why? just a ama- <laughs> <No>. Well, <laughs> I asked the same thing. I was I'm like, messing. you know, there's other ones out there. And he just laughed it, and he he's, talks about the self-deprecating humor and all the other stuff. And so uh, I was like, well, all right. I mean, we always appreciate it. It's everybody's got to have their why, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true, true. But uh, wow. Uh, and this um, July was 14 years, 14 years. So when you were doing this in your closet, this is what you thought would happen, right? You were thinking, <laughs> you know, yeah, this will be a regular thing. This will replace my insurance gig. This will be my, I, I, it's amazing to me. What starts out on a card table in a walk-in closet turns into this. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's definitely changed. It's changing now. I mean, the, I think the story of TW3 is the ability to evolve. Evolve. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, and sometimes that's not comfortable. I mean, uh, sometimes it's nerve wracking and frustrating and, um, um, it's key for any business though, to be able to adapt. And I would you say have it's, to. it's good for the, any business's longevity, but especially yours being in an online space and based off of what our products are and what your training does, it, it's, yeah, it's quintessential to the business. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I, and I do think, um, I like the fact that this business model, I don't want to talk so much about us, but just the business model in general, I'm still a huge proponent of in that think about, you know, sometimes uh, traditional businesses and other legacy type businesses are so ingrained in a certain type model. It's very difficult to change. And so the only um, choice at that point is to go out of business. I, I am grateful that because we're remote, mm-hmm. because we're digital, yeah. you know, there's no, like, think about it. If we were in a business that had inventory, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And yeah. had, had real inventory, had real uh, uh, brick and mortar location, had a trained uh, large staff that knew how to do this. Yep. And then the economy shifts on you, mm-hmm. which is what happened to me back in the early 2000s. I was in a music wholesale. So I had people that knew how to drive trucks and you have, I had people that knew how to deliver pianos, tune pianos, set up pianos, uh, specific skill sets. Mm-hmm. Uh, we look at what we were using to, because <clears throat> like you were saying, if there was more inventory, let's take yeah, and had a warehouse full of things. Yeah, you have the overhead of <laughs> overhead know, employees to support. We had a, a system that was completely different two years ago. 
Yeah. And it's and the training has evolved with it. Now granted it's still applicable. There's yeah. still stuff back there that you can use, obviously. The but. marketing principle is the same, but the mechanics on go here and click this button, well that button is no longer there. Yeah. It's changed on you to Which, the, much of the chagrin of a lot of evil. <laughs> for anybody that's had to train people in a corporate setting, you realize how big of a headache that would be. Oh. Imagine spending Yeah, hundreds let's of talk hours. about that for yeah. a minute. How is your world with the uh, uh, the new uh, ticket supports and stuff that you're doing. You know, it's, I will always, I will never take for granted our members again, ever, because. Now let's explain something for those who, uh, uh, Reagan's uh, position is still uh, viable and doing what he's doing, but he's brought on, uh, let's just say another client. Yeah. A it. very large client that he does a lot of support for. Essentially. Yeah. I have to have. I won't mention the company for yeah, obvious reasons, I, right. but it's essentially a paid internship and it gives me, you know, some ground to develop my skills. Doing know. the same thing that you did here, Do the exact just same doing thing. it for another client. Yeah. Right. But I will say we take, we take for granted, I personally, how um, adept our clients are at, at picking up, you know, what we use and their questions are always very, very literate. Their questions are typically, uh, not always, but typically. <laughs> They're typically very focused. I think. Uh, like it, don't oversell it. No, <laughs> <laughs> no but our, our tickets really are. They're very focused um, and our clients kind of know what they're getting into, I guess, which is a big, if you know you're buying software, you know, you're going to have to be using a computer, that type of thing. Most of the time. <laughs> With, you know, a new role. I'm supporting a lot of people that, and in their complete defense, the world changed on them. Yeah. I, I don't blame them. There's no ill will. It's just, I'm getting to see the flip side of the coin. Um, these are people that didn't go into a type of work with the pre notion that I'm going to be using software. I'm going to be using systems, right. websites, exactly. and all that. They were in a, an industry that had nothing really to do with computers. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah. And so I just want to make sure. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, thank you for the clarification, but yes. And I think what's taking me by a little bit of surprise is there. Oh, what's the diplomatic way to say this? <laughs> No, no question is, is too stupid, I guess. It's like this, this, I guess the, the word there. I, I really like it. I really do enjoy this type of work. I like being, because I'm a narcissist. I'm the type of guy. I like being the person with the answers. So yeah. having to come to me and be like, how do I fix You this? like being the man. I like fixing stuff. And I, I like, you know, having a role where it's like people rely on you to do things. But it's just the, the caveat or I guess the, the, the weight I'm seeing now is compared to our clients. Whoo you know yeah. that type of thing but it's fun I'm do you have any it. fun stories without embarrassing anyone or just because you know i'm I, you know we get this all the time mm. i'm so sorry i'm sending on all these tickets or i must i must Every be ticket. your worst client yeah. i know i sent it and they're not they're and not. it's we're here to help we want to help to the extent we can you yeah. know uh so it would be beneficial to some of our members uh, that listen to the podcast to hear maybe someone outside of the TW3 business in a different setting asking ticket questions sure. and, and hearing some of those stories. Yeah. So one, and this is actually not a, it's not a stupid question. It's really not, but it's, it was the length of the conversation that took place that made me kind of go, Oh, I, I, I know where you're I, going. I see. <laughs> I've heard this one. Yeah, you've heard this one, but it's a good one. And it's so, a good one. <laughs> take it was pretty simple. It was something like, uh, you know, we're using this program and, and one user is getting an echo in their microphone. Like, uh -huh. So when they take calls, you know, they're just hearing themselves back. Right. And so, uh, you know, I, I get on the phone with this user and I'm, I'm going back and forth with them and I'm like, okay. And so as, as I'm chatting with them, I'm hearing the echo. I'm hearing myself echo. And I'm asking them, I'm like, okay. Now they're not hearing the echo. They're not hearing the echo. But people on the call with them are complaining about, I get an echo. Correct. So for most people that are used to doing Zoom calls and this, you already know Correct. probably what the issue is. But, Correct. Okay. Yes. I'm sure everyone went, oh, I can tell you what the issue is right now. <laughs> and so my first question. You too could be in tickets. <laughs> I, I, my first question, I'm like, okay, do you have it feeding into your headset? Like, do you have it feeding your you know, your output, is it going towards the headset? He said, yeah, it's going through the, it's going. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way he answered it. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's, yeah it's just not working. I'm like, oh, okay, well let's, so I take control of his computer and I go to his audio settings. I'm like, uh, it's, it's not going to the headset. And basically I'll, I'll keep it abridged for everyone. I did a lot of troubleshooting because I kind of took his word on some stuff that it is feeding into the headset. <laughs> you assumed he knew what he was saying when he answered. When, I, when I said, you know, is it feeding into the headset? What I was asking is, do you have headphones plugged in? That's what I should have said, but I used the, 
other term. You were asking assumptive questions that backfired on you. Right. Right. So 15 minutes later, and I'm like, I'm just, I'm like, I'm hitting myself and I'm like, why can I not solve this? Like, what is this? This is the weirdest issue. And then I, I figure I just ask, I'm like, so I'm hearing you great. You have a, you know, you have, what kind of microphone are you using? I'm, like, oh, I'm not using a microphone. I'm like, oh, okay. What, what kind of headset are you using? He goes, what do you mean? I'm like, your headphones. What are you using? He goes, oh, I'm not using headphones. <laughs> I said, do you have a pair of headphones? He said, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. I said, go plug them in. He goes and he plugs them in. He's like, okay, now what? I'm like, it's fixed. He said, what do you mean? I was like, so you were playing the audio from your computer and it was feeding back into the microphone on your computer. Yeah. And he was like, oh, okay. And, and I'm just like, because in my eyes, I'm like, well, that was 30 minutes and now I'm 15 tickets behind. But yeah, this is cool. You know, but to our members fun. out there, you know, this is the thing I get all the time. A lot of people assume to be in the space that we're in to offer business solutions. Yeah. Uh, you have to be this super techie person. Well, here is an illustration. If you understand that if you're on a Zoom call, if you're on any of these type of, uh, what do they call them? Live meeting type. Yeah, a lot of places use uh, Teams, Microsoft Teams, teams yeah. Microsoft Teams, whatever, whatever you're using. Mm-hmm. Um, most people understand if you don't have a pair of headphones on, mm-hmm. if you had any experience with it. Right, right. Then you know that if you're using the uh, speakers in your computer, the audio that's coming out of what, like if I'm talking to you. If you're on a laptop. Yeah. And you have the audio feeding out of that laptop. It's just going right back into the microphone. It's going back into the microphone. Creating this loop. on the laptop. Yeah. It's creating a loop. People start hearing an echo. And so, yeah. And we, like you're saying, we take for granted people would just, but this is someone that has worked in this company for years. Worked in a completely different field that has nothing to do. He's done everything via fax and via, you know. And let's just say this man is probably, I'm assuming, fairly smart. Yeah, probably. uh, Because he's very competent in his job. He's got Mm -hmm. a skill set to do a a job that pays well yeah uh which here's another so we you gotta uh the point to my members is you can help a ton of people that are smart people but don't take for granted what you know that's the point sure Uh, we take for granted a lot of the things because we work with these tools all day long we just assume well it's no big deal why is there any there's huge value because there's a whole marketplace out there which here's the other thing that I think is this is goes more into mindset, which I if you took like a, a Google translate for how many times we've used the word mindset on this <laughs> podcast, <laughs> but it really is. It's the mindset. I think of how our members are paying. They are people that have purchased software. They took money out of their bank account, exchanged it for goods. OK, people I'm working with are being paid to do something right now. That guy's not working at a big company they work at a very large company. They're being paid a salary to do whatever X role is. OK. That guy's not a great example because he did have a good attitude. He was very friendly. He was very, you know, uh, uh, amicable. Right. I work with a lot of people that are not. They are very, very not amicable. (laughs) They're upset. The fact that they're talking to tech support means they're already pissed off. They're very upset. (laughs) And so, and typically, not always, but typically the ones that are the most upset are upset with things that they should know. And so, you know, I had a conversation yesterday with a lady. And I'm asking her to open Task Manager. And for anybody that uses Windows, you're pretty fam- most people are probably pretty familiar, but it's something that shows you all the programs running on your CPU. Right. And you can click on it and end the task. It's a short way to like terminate a program and reopen it. Everybody says, turn it off, turn it back on again. That's how you do it on a computer. Right. Most people I talk to, I'd say 95%, you tell them, open Task Manager, try and close it. We'll go from there. Mm-hmm. Most people know that. This lady did not. And that's okay. Yeah. It was the attitude that I, <laughs> that the fact that i had even asked her and the way i'm talking to you now is yeah. pretty much this is i will tell you guys this is my business voice i'm very clear i try to be very polite i try yeah. to be very forward though and so i ask her okay have you tried closing it in task manager and she goes i don't know what that is now the follow-up question, how do i do that she doesn't want to know that right. she just wants it to be fixed she's already being insulted and you're asking her to, yeah and so, I, okay, we'll go to your start menu. You know, the little star, go to that and click start. I don't know what that is. You need to fix this. I don't know what that is. And so I'm like, okay, ma'am, well, would you like me to remote into your PC and fix it for you? She said, yes, do that. I said, okay, 
This is a little bit more intensive though, because now you've got to go to hidden icons and click, you know, (laughs) now you got to do more. Now there's more work to there's more pressure on you. (laughs) That type of example, it just makes me think it's like, wow. And here's the thing. She's paid to do this role. She's paid to probably use a computer 95% of her day. Maybe the the burden of of truth and, and proof falls on her to know how to do these things. But I look at it and I go, our members who are not, paid by us to but be they're entrepreneur self-employed types exactly they they are willing and they're so accepting to learn and yeah. they're so accepting to you can tell them something is i would love to learn how to do that show me how to do this i mean how many times have we worked with chris or mark or, or we have these wednesday night meetings bobby Lori, and and we you know we congregate we get yeah. together and like well this is what i'm using to fix it and this is what i'm using to fix yeah. it and how many times do they send in tickets and I go i don't know have you tried this and i, I haven't tried that let me try that different mindset you know it is it's a completely different mental posture that you're taking and i don't want to come across as judgy or blaming or anything like that but i've always said if i didn't make if i didn't make the extra money that i make as an entrepreneur yeah it would be bad but even if so i honestly believe being self-employed uh it's almost like a daily exercise to just make you a better person Mm. because you you're out there in a situation where who am I going to blame? Mm. Who am yeah. I going to, you know, if, if the company would provide me some support here so they could teach me how to do this, I could do my job. I don't have that luxury. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And, and nobody that's self, it's just a, a different posture and I get it. Uh, you know, we were talking in a class I was teaching the other day. Sometimes Things that we need to do, we all know we need to do, we don't do because it's just one more thing that brings stress. Mm. And a lot of people are already so stressed. Learning is stressful. Change is stressful. Um, and it's, it's, it's difficult. I empathize with people. The only thing I can encourage people with is I get the fact that to do anything more is more stressful. But I would just look at it from a just a strict accounting situation it's costing you so much energy so much bandwidth yeah to do things the way you're doing it yeah i mean being pissed off and aggravated over not knowing something Mm -hmm. that's bandwidth Mm -hmm. taking the time to learn how to do something and going through the frustration to figuring it out and constant that's bandwidth yeah but the difference is you're better for one of it one of them's got light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. One of them makes me better. One of them keeps me in place. Mm. So I always go for, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's hard. You know, it, it, every, it, it's amazing how everything, everything from your spiritual life to your professional life to your physical health, everything comes down to how are you going to respond to this this situation. No, it's true. And I mean, it, it, it breaks different molds because you can look at it in the same of, you know, in my experience, I'm not saying this is always true, but you can look at the head of the company is typically way more accepting to take feedback. Somebody in a higher position, they're, they're typically more, um, they're more ready to, to learn and to yeah. admit they don't know something. Yeah. Whereas, you talk to somebody lower on on the the corporate ladder they're all they're in that they're typically more attitude and it's weird well it's because they're still in that place where they're trying to fight for their uh worth yeah i'm trying to prove myself yeah where i think when you get to a certain level um you don't you don't feel like you have to prove yourself anymore so you're much more relaxed and as your ego and that and that's the, i think that's the key to success even if you're not at the top level of whatever industry or whatever if you can go ahead and put yourself in that mental space, I don't have anything to prove. Mm-hmm. You're going to be better because what is, what does it cost you to ask? What mm-hmm. does it cost you to admit? I don't know. What does it cost? All it costs you is your ego. Yeah. I, and I'm going to, I'll brag on my wife a little bit, but she, and you know this, she's, she has mastered the kill it with kindness. Yes. She is as direct, especially because I'm guilty of it. When I get frustrated, I'm the, pe- I'm the people that I'm kind of, you know, right. fun of a little bit, but I get frustrated. Right. Like, I want the, I want the result. Give me the result. Right. And I get short. Whereas my wife doesn't matter who it is. It could be someone in Indonesia that she's on tech support with, or it could be, you know, somebody at a hospital. She's trying to get a position. It doesn't matter. She's going to be very kind. She's going to drip on them. 
constant. Yeah, she's, she's persistent, she, but she, kind. She's not going to go away. She will send you 14 emails, and every time it's going to be the sweetest email you've ever received. But she won't go away until you tell her not to. And typically, she's better for it. She gets results faster than I do. Yeah, yeah. I mean. She kills them with kindness. Now, you're, with you're kindness. right. She's got a sunny disposition. Uh, boy, last night was fun. <laughs> last night was fun. We had a good time. Oh, gosh. How much weight do you think I gained? From last night, because that was the only bad meal I've had. How much weight do you think your father gained? You ate clean that. Did you exercise yesterday? No, the Sunday's the only day I don't exercise. I don't know if you gained any weight. Well, I wished you were. <laughs> it's never the case. It's never the case. What'd you you saw exactly everything I ate. Yeah. You had a lot of dessert, but typically that just holds water weight. That'll go away because it's sugar in it. So I weighed in yesterday morning at one weight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> same time today mm-hmm. six pounds difference really yeah i'm telling you i if i cheat and i'm gonna tell you right now it will take me uh today's it'll take me to wednesday to mm. get back maybe thursday to get back where i weighed in sunday well your problem was you did a lot of carbs though oh well you're supposed to i'm supposed to carb up yeah yeah mm. that's the, okay according to the program it's okay though you had your cheat meal? Yeah. You're going to stay consistent. I'm gaining the and losing the same six, seven pounds over and over Well, you're already <laughs> past your goal, are you not? Oh, yeah. Uh, the thing is, I, I'm, I'm where I want to be uh, pretty much. You know, yeah. I'd like to trim down maybe another. F- I'd like to get this last six pounds off of me and it stay off. Well, you're now in the, in the part of, you know, the, the weight loss journey that it comes a little bit more fun. Yeah, I yeah. would say at least yeah. it, you've lost the the. I'm bulking up on my uh, upper now body now. Yeah, it's like yeah. well now let's let's target some parts. What what yeah. could be better on my body? Oh, I'd like to be a little bit more vascular. You start doing you start yeah. doing now. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. Well, I got this thing I saw. I wanted to ask you about it. I thought it would be a great discussion on our 14th birthday here. Uh, and it you and I share a lot of the same passions when it comes to philosophical, political ideas and, and all that and how it intermingles with our business and all this other stuff. But I saw this, I'm a, and I want to give a shout out. I don't ever want to take information and not uh, give, but uh, there's a, a YouTuber out there called Lato, Lato's Law. Okay. And I listen to him all the time. He's a lawyer up in, I think, Indiana, Ohio, Michigan, somewhere in that uh, Midwest area. And he's always talking about the latest thing that's coming down, uh, legal things, uh, you know, and, and just sort of giving his, and he, he does, I think he's a straight player, you know, as far as, uh, he doesn't lean one way or the other right. as far as politics, religion, or anything like that. He he's just, just, break, he, he just, just breaking it down, yeah. what this means and all that. And there's this new case out of the Oregon Supreme Court. And this is what caught my attention. Two things that hit me at once and you'll, you'll pick up on it. Uh, a piano dealer. <laughs> Went online and acted as a customer of another piano dealer and posted a bunch of negative reviews under, uh, what is it? 2003 (laughs) (laughs) under a pseudo name. Uh, Oh man, this hit me on so many different levels. And so the, uh, and I'm going to show my hand here, Mm -hmm. the victim in this, which was the guy getting the reviews and negative reviews. If you think otherwise, you're wrong. Well, yes. yes. He <laughs> sues him. Good. The uh, perpetrator, uh-huh. the guy leaving the reviews, uh, and he also sues the uh, company that was publishing the negative reviews. Good. Good for him. Okay. Hold him accountable. Well, here's how they've always gotten away with it, and because mm-hmm. I've experienced this. The, the website mm-hmm. that allows the review says, hey, we're just a news organization. All we do is report what people are saying. We're not saying uh, we agree or disagree. We're just here as a place to publish. So you can't, that's always been their legal defense. Okay. And because as a we, news organization, you have accountability. As, as <laughs> well, I'm telling you, this is the way I've run up against this. And because we give him the opportunity to respond, then we're giving, you know. So that was their argument. And uh, the it's other guy's like, argument was, hey, Marmy. <laughs> it's just, you know me. It's bad business. Well, the Oregon Supreme Court 
state Supreme Court ruled in the favor of the person that was having all these negative reviews lobbied against him, and he won the case, and they're passing laws, and this looks like it could actually become, uh, you know, more prevalent, not just in that state, but because this same argument has even come. Because here's the thing. That's good. I'd like to hear a happy ending. Well, here's the thing, you know, I think, I think, People have a First Amendment right to say whatever they want, and that has to be protected. But people don't have a right to lie, and they don't have a right to make stuff up, and they don't have a right to what I would say is um, uh, threaten other people by reputation damage Mm -hmm. to... I just I thought of all the things back in the former business. I thought about that guy that came into the restaurant you worked at at one time and says, I'm a Google reviewer. Right. If you don't do this, I think it the online space has to be cleaned up for small business owners and entrepreneurs and people out there. I'm not saying that people don't have a right to say, hey, you're a bad actor. Sure. Uh, you know, I bought this. Your product did this. It sure. doesn't didn't do as reported or you lied to me or. Hey, mm-hmm. it, report the facts. Sure. Uh, or uh, I bought your ice cream and it don't taste good. It's his opinion. It's sure. his right. That's fair. What you don't have a right to say is I went into this piano shop mm-hmm. and uh, I think these pianos haven't been uh, fully treated. Some of them look like they've been ate out by termini- termites. Uh, this, uh, you make up all of this stuff. Yeah. And then say, well, hey, that's just my review. No, 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 no. No, and I like that. So he won the court case against the company hosting these reviews as well. He did. He won on both sides. I love to hear that because it's not just about, there is freedom of speech, but, and everybody's heard this, but it's like, there's not freedom of consequence. You can't just say anything and expect nothing to come back, especially if it's negligence and you're, and you're hosting fake news, like untruth. You know, there, there's a consequence for that. You're you're tearing down legitimate businesses without doing your part of vetting these actors. You know, do they have an order number? You know, can they prove that they are who they say they are? Did yes. they ever purchase anything like yes. that type of stuff? You have to do that. And if how many not, clients have we got and we know and how many times that somebody somewhere pretends to be something, mm-hmm. but they don't you don't know if they're a real customer or not because it's not the real name. They don't prove they bought anything. The stuff they say is not true at all yep. because you can empirically say if you were a customer, here's what you have to sign off on and agree to before yep. you buy. Yep. And but this fake website out here mm-hmm. allows fake reviews yep. to say things that are just empirically not true, all for the express purpose of being able to blackmail you know, well, that's the other thing too, because most of these websites, I'm not, I don't know which website it is. I just know a few of them. They no, charge you exactly. You can't say, just respond as an owner of a business, even right. though you can categorically prove this is my business. That's my name. Here's my driver's license. That's my name that matches. You know, yeah. the LLC I yeah, file yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, you're not a paying. You know, you didn't pay to join our membership, which is what we use to. You know. Right. Post your com. It's it's extortion. That's extortion. Exactly right. I I love that they uh, ruled in his favor. I love it. I love it. I love it. Because, you know, I'm all for. Listen, I'm a consumer of things. And I believe if I'm taken advantage of, I should have the right to warn other people. These people here don't do what they say they'll do or their product is this or product that. Want that fair enough. And I expect to be held to that same account as a business owner. Sure. But what I don't appreciate is someone saying, Hey, I want to renege on this deal. I don't like it or whatever. And I, I, I know I agreed to this, but I'm not. And I'm yep. going to blackmail you by I'll go out to this company or this company or this company and I'll say whatever. Yeah. I'm glad to see that now, there's some accountability coming. I love that. And it goes both ways too. Absolutely. You know, there's been some places that I've worked that I've not enjoyed, but one of the things that I didn't, I don't know if it's still the case, but it used to be, um, glass door reviews is really yeah. popular. Yeah. 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 I don't like that they don't vet that people have worked there before they can leave a review, or at least they didn't used to. I don't want to speak. Yeah. I don't know what the case is now, but at the time I was looking at it, anybody could write a comment or a thing about, I, you know, I worked here. This was my experience, yada, yada. Now, granted, 
I would typically side with the person that worked there, but I don't like that they don't vet if they did. Right. You know, that's not right. All we're wanting is truth. Exactly. At the end of the day, just just true. Yeah. And let the truth fall where it may, you know. Yeah. Uh, so Say funny. anything you want as long as it was true. <laughs> that's what, you know, uh, we've had a couple, you know, in the last 14 years of business, you know, one of them went sideways and said, I'm going to say this. And I said, I said, you can say whatever you want. Just make sure it's true. Because if it's not, that's slander. That's liable. I will sue you. Yeah. And uh, they didn't believe until a believer was made. I mean. Right. It's like, oh, he 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 really oh, means. You meant that. He oh. he meant that. That wasn't a bluff. I, I, <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Oops. And you don't want to be that way, but it's just like sure. you know. I, I get. I'm not everybody's you know cup well, of tea, yeah. but well, I mean, but that just goes. That's the character, though, of some people. You know, the person that was yeah. reviewing those pianos. That's low character. It is because I would. I don't know. Was he the competition? He, he was. Uh, it was just. Isn't it always? It's just uh, <laughs> but, typical. But it's that. Yeah, that's. I said it before. But it's, it's just. It's schmarmy. It's yeah. sleazy in any way that they can cut that out and make sure that doesn't happen anymore. Like, if you want to be a better competitor, market better, sell yeah. better pianos, be a better salesman, hire a guy that is a better salesman. Right. Do Get what more you need. people on the floor. But don't go on his site and leave fake. That's just, yeah, no, that's disgusting. Well, I'm glad to see it. So go Oregon. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So in a couple of weeks, we're going down to Orlando again. Hey. Uh, business. Uh, this one here is a ministry uh, growth conference. Uh, me and Timmy's going down to little Timmy, little, little Timmy. Timmy. So it's going to enjoy that. Uh, using our app, going to be showing a group of pastors and people how to, uh, grow their ministry. That's awesome. Uh, and do marketing. And, uh, everybody that comes to our breakout session is going to get, uh, our elite membership for free for one week just to try out. Yep. Uh, they don't get the training or any of that, but they get all the app all components. The yeah. We're going to load their app up with everybody that's going to be in their particular city that would fit the uh, parishioners that they typically attract. You know, yeah. who is it that uh, typically comes to your church? And yeah. and we're not necessarily talking about, you know, ethnic group or language or whatever or anything else. It's just what what area of the city do they live yeah. in? You know, what do they do? What do what, they, what county tends to tend your church more? Yeah, than? yeah. And so we, we go after uh, and show them how to email them, how to text them, how to leave a voicemail. And done in a way that's not offensive, not yeah. intrusive, not irritating, actually giving value to them. We're going to show them how you can give, yeah. especially in times like this. Think about this. If you're a ministry and you can go out there and offer people a way to get uh, cheaper gas, cheaper food, uh, mm. no, buy nothing. Yeah, Not trying to sell you anything. Just Here's some ways, here's some coupons, here's some rebate programs, here's some things that we're just trying to help people in the community because we know things are tough. Think about the opportunity. Think about, hey, uh, we work with people that are, are addicted to drugs and alcohol, and we want to show them how they can get rehabilitated. We, we work with people in parenting issues, single moms. We work with people in their marriages. We work with all these different Here's some resources, and, and you're able to give it to them. Yep. And for the ministries, what they're going to do is they're going to be able to get, uh, as you know, they're going to be able to get paid by these third parties to yep. offer these free things to help the people that they are in charge of trying to minister to. And uh, and in doing that, hopefully, prayerfully, uh, people start attending their church because they like their vibe and like what they're doing. Yeah, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. And I think it's good training because I think everybody lately knows that bulk texters, bulk emailers exist. Everybody is aware it's a thing. Nobody really knows how to do it the right way. No one knows how to do it the right way. And that's what I, I... And that's where the value is. That is where the value is because I was having a conversation the other day and someone said, you know, such and such is offering a bulk text now. I said, yeah. Sure. They've been out there for 10 years. I mean, isn't... Yeah. Uh, you know, I we have always argued... You can, you can get to, any to USA data, get some data, load it up into a Google voice if you wanted to. You I mean, go, <laughs> go do it. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. See how that works out for you. I yeah. mean, there is an art to being able to use these tools in a comprehensive way and an effective way and in an effective way, uh, in a way that your ideal client would find value in yeah. that in turn will bring you value. Speaking of church. Did I send you the video? You did. <laughs> and I want to be careful about what I say because it is local. There's a chance 
Yeah, yeah, don't don't we won't mention names. This is but this is a national podcast, no. worldwide. First problem. and foremost, I feel bad for the person that it happened to. Yes, God, mistakes absolutely. happen. Mistakes happen. Mistakes always happen. I have made some dumb mistakes, and I am thankful that none of them were recorded. <laughs> but all I could think of was the joke that everyone had. And <laughs> it's one of those things where everybody piggybacks. You know, everybody. And it, I'm just going to be honest. Look, you know, the, the person that I happened to, God forbid they listen to this. I, I do feel for you. Yeah, this has nothing to do with you. This it's isn't just you. The, it's just the situation. This isn't you. It's just the situation. Situation's funny. You'll look back at this five years and you'll laugh at this. <laughs> yeah, but then, a, it might take five years. <laughs> but the amount of people that walked out of there, I, we should probably explain. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm jumping the gun. Yeah. Go ahead and tell the people what happened. So uh, I don't really know the details and it's okay. Yeah, um, I'd rather you say it because you don't know anything. Sure. That way I'm not. <laughs> I don't really know the details, but a car became not parked anymore. This is my understanding <laughs> that, you know, the church is on a hill. At the bottom of the hill, there was a playground. No one was hurt, by the way. Everyone was safe. Everybody's fine. No one was on the playground. There wasn't even that much damage to the car. The playground could probably, it's seen better days, but it's fine. <laughs> car rolled down the hill because, you know, long, no longer in park or in neutral or whatever it was. Busts through the fence, hits uh, the playground, comes to a stop. Okay, that's what happened. Now, the amount of people that walked out of that church saw a car, obviously, that had wrecked and made the joke. Sir, you can't park there. Now, granted, it's it's mean. I think it flows from leadership down. Uh, the senior pastor, I, and some others have a sarcastic sense of humor. It's like what else? And so everyone else is going to have a sense of humor. You have to picture it too, because it's not just like, oh, that car's not where. No, I mean, there's a broken fence. There's wood that's broken down from the playground. It's on top of the car. It is obvious an accident has happened. But the amount of people is like, well, who parked their car? I mean, just (laughs) one after the other. People walking out. Well, you write that man a ticket. You can't park here. You know, I bet he didn't validate his parking right there. Like the amount of people that just had a joke for it. It was. It was a beautiful. It was uplifting. It was a beautiful BMW car. It was. That was stationary in a parking spot. <laughs> Until it wasn't. At one moment. <laughs> and because it, it slipped out of gear, it didn't lock in the gear. What I, not assigning any, anything. I don't know what happened. Sure. But it, it became unparked. <laughs> While and, church was going on. And to be clear, I do feel for this guy. I really do. And I'm, no one, no one was in it. No one was. And, and, but the thing is, did you see how it, it's, it's perpendicular, I guess, mm-hmm. to where it ended up? Cause it, it starts rolling out. Yeah. It goes, it does of, a three point turn. It does a three point. It goes, well, I'm doing it no, in the video. But yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It just, it rolls right out. And then because <laughs> it's on a hill, it starts turning toward where the hill's at. And as it turns, it's it's lined up, and now it's just rolling down this hill right into this. Now, I'll say this, though. This is the part that impressed me. It broke right through the gate door. You couldn't. Uh, honestly, you could not if you're going to have an accident. Right. Number one, you have it. A lot went right. A lot went uh, That's why. I would when, say everything went everything right. Everything except the car coming unparked went right. Yeah. It rained heavily to the point where nobody was on the playground. Yep. And they would have been out there, there at no, that time. Yep. There were no so there was no the children on the playground. It didn't hit the building. It didn't hit the building. Which would have damaged the car the and the building. The place it came through the gate was actually the, uh, or the fence was the gate part. So yep. it just popped open the gate. Which you can fix those a lot easier. And the only thing it hit of any substance was a bunch of plastic uh, uh, toys yep. for toddlers that are, I mean, literally Which, five, $600 in damage. Exactly. If, if you're looking at, you know, what it could have hit and what it could have done in the car too. Because the other thing is those are kind of breakaway. Yeah. You know, it, it could have been worse for the car, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> so what we're really saying, this was a win for everyone. It's, <laughs> yeah, well, it's worth a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> worth it. <laughs> no, but I mean, it was funny. It's, it's undeniably funny. That I think that's terrible. what I texted you. I said, well, that's just objectively hilarious. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it's just funny. You're like, good night. So uh, we've been off uh, doing these podcasts for about a month. And so I've been consuming a lot of podcasts. And uh, I have been listening to a ton of your mother's house. I've been listening. Your mom's to, house. Your mom's house. Yep. Excuse me. Your mom's house with uh, Tom Segura. <laughs> I've been listening to a ton of Burt Kreischer. I've been listening to a ton 
of uh, Bill Burr mm-hmm. and Monday Morning Podcast. Okay. I've been listening to, of course, I, I love Rogan. So I listen uh, just about. So all. you're on a, like a comedian podcast binge. I just about, with the exception of uh, Jordan Peterson, I, I still listen to a lot of his stuff. Gotcha. Um, you know, but uh, I would say I, I listen to Jordan Peterson for my serious intellectual stimulation. And then the rest of it is. Filler trash. Candy. Candy. Yeah. Is that wrong? No, that's not wrong. I've, um, my podcasts have shifted. It used to be all politics based. I just yeah. like hearing people argue. That says I, that wears me. on me. I can't do it. Anymore. I, I love it. I, it's, it's not <laughs> good. I, I love it. And I, it's even better when they're really mad. Like if they actually are mad at each other, Oh, if they actually care, then, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. then that's it's even like, worse. Then they're actually firing shots and it's great. But I've, uh, I've stepped away from that. I've, moved on to a podcast called the wan podcast w-a-n it's a tech podcast okay Um, okay but my favorite part of that podcast and i don't know if i agree with the principle of it but i do really enjoy the outcome the podcast is hosted by linus it's from a group called linus uh, linus media group podcast has gotten big enough to where it's got a pretty big following Uh right everybody knows that there's like really shady i shouldn't even say shady but there's just like bad business practices with tech stuff sometimes like license keys that you've paid for multiple times but they don't work and there's nothing you can do about it i mean there's all kinds of problems in tech that's like that yeah 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 well the segment that he has pretty much every week is he brings up whatever company did him wrong that week and because the (laughs) podcast has gotten so big they tend to fix it by the next week because they get all these tweets of people this is wrong. Can't be doing this. <laughs> and so, you know, every week he has. I wonder something. if I should do my podcast that way. Every time I have a grievance, just air it. It's pretty funny. Because <laughs> what he'll do, too, is it's not just he's like, this is what went wrong. He will walk you through his day. You yeah, know? yeah. And you've got to. It's a mindset thing. You got to get into the. Well, I, you know, took the kids to school early and I got here a little bit early because I was really planning on, you know, working on this. You know, I wanted to work on these videos that I was editing. Right, so. right, right. But wouldn't you know it? Adobe Acromat Premiere or whatever, I activated one license on my computer. And even though I paid for two, they're saying with this new update that I've got to buy another. And so he's going off and you start to see why he's frustrated. So I sent them a tweet and here's their response. And he just kind of breaks down the communication. And I love it. It's my, it's my favorite thing. I tell you what, when people uh, are uh, excited about technical stuff and solving tech issues and, and dealing with all the technology, uh, they're not their better selves. No, I, no. But you know, I, I say that, but we were talking the other day, you know, when people are in a restaurant and they're hungry and things aren't going exactly right, they're not their best. I think sure. it's just when people are under stress. When people are inconvenienced yeah. <laughs> or hungry. But I am too. I, I don't stand That's in human gen- nature. It's just human nature. And so I think if you work in a business customer support, you work with clients, you just have to be intentional and cognizant of that. But here's the thing. It's in every business known demand i mean if you're, oh, yeah. if you're a lawyer and you don't get somebody you know the plea deal that we were wanting they're probably gonna be pretty upset yeah, you know? yeah. It, it, it doesn't matter what industry you go into or what field you go into because you're dealing with people you got to yeah. learn to deal with people yeah and i think that, you just can't make me care about a sandwich that's my thing <laughs> <laughs> but i do think that if you, when you're dealing with customers and you're dealing with clients and you're dealing with people is like i was talking to someone i'm teaching a class right now on mentorship in the, the importance of mentorship and why you should be a mentor and why you should be mentored mm. by other people. I just think that's the best way to growth. You know, uh, a textbook, a document, a podcast, it can all give me information, but it's being around someone that's actually taking that information and using it in a way that, I mean, you think about all of your higher disciplines, law, medicine, you don't just turn a, a, a doctor loose to work on someone. They have to do a residency. They have to go in and they have to spend some time and all that. So it stands the reason if in, in any profession that you want to excel at and you want to be the best at, it stands the reason that there's a there's a time period where you're gathering information. That's mm-hmm. that textbook time. That's all that you're learning. If I'm a musician, I'm learning the different modes and time signatures and all the theory behind whatever. Sure. Then there has to be a time where I'm taking all that and I'm applying it, but I'm applying it beside someone else and I'm watching them. I'm watching their hands. And I'm listening to how they do things and all the little nuances and the idiosyncrasies and the things that they're doing, the techniques that the textbook can't teach you. 
Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden I'm saying he uses his hands this way when he's doing this type of scale. Yep. And I ask, you know, and we have that dialogue, well, that's mentorship. Mm-hmm. And so I was talking about that in, in a church context, you know, I was teaching a Sunday school class and all the transparency. And uh, someone came up to me afterwards and said, this is what we need. This, this people need da, 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 da. And I, was like, I said, well, yes, but here's the thing that, uh, you know, we all have to get better. We know about this in business. The church world don't do a good job at this. And even the business world doesn't. And that's this idea of I, you've got to have what's called a contract to manage or an agreement to be mentored or some sort of understanding on the front end. Yeah. Because, you know, as well as I do, if, if you know, if, if I'm going to be mentored by someone so that I don't waste their time. There has to be an agreement that says, okay, I am going to yield my proclivities and, and personality and way of doing things. And I'm going to yield to you showing me how to do it because at the end of the day, I'm paying you. Yeah. But how many times have, I, I mean, I'm in this health group mm-hmm. and he spends 70% of his time, I would say just griping like, guys, why are you paying me to coach you? If you're going to go off and do, yeah, you because he gets these questions, hey, can I eat this? Or, hey, can I do this? Or, hey, can I skip this type of exercise? He, you can do what you want. You can do whatever you want. But don't go out and say, my program don't work if you don't do my program. Yep. You have to do what I show you to do. You have to eat the way I show you to do. And then I tell you, I guarantee you, it works. Yep. You're going to get results. And and your mother is just laughing. She says, he sounds so much like you. But after 14 years, mm-hmm. and my own personal experiences, why is it we as people will pay for being mentored, being coached, being trained. We'll pay for it. We'll get it. We'll get excited. And then the first time or the second time or the third time or some point in that process, we run up against, well, this is painful. This is aggravating. This is irritating. This is frustrating. This is, this is hard. Well, so that's, but that's what a best coach will do is, and they now will. he's being an ass to me because he's saying, suck it up, buttercup. Right. But what's he doing? He's holding you accountable. Yeah. And, and that's, that's what the, exactly. That's what the best coach will do. It will hold you accountable. And that's know? what a good coaching, a good mentor. That's why you got to have a mentor. Yeah. Cause you will quit on yourself, but it's hard to quit on someone else when they're up at your yeah. tailpipe. Well, I mean, <laughs> taking it back to music, you know, you know, Tim Jones, like yeah, he, yeah. my drum instructor. I, and I think you even remember this. There was a, well, at one point I was learning uh, triplet fills. How to play, you know, a triplet fill on the kick drum. We were learning John Bonham and then a little bit of James Brown, which for those that don't know, Led Zeppelin is just uh, slowed down uh, James Brown. I yeah. never knew that, but that's what it is. It's, it's just a slowed down stutter step. Yeah, it's just slowed down stutter step. I didn't realize that until you pointed it out. But I would show up and I think there was like a couple weeks where, you know, I could, I, I had gained the muscle memory. I could finally do the triplets. My leg was stronger. I could, you know, play it. But he switched the sheet music on me because we had been playing the same five measures over and over and over and over again. And I think he started to grow accustomed to the fact that I wasn't reading anymore. I wasn't reading the sheet music. I was playing it by memory. Uh, and he switched it up one day and he didn't tell me he was switching it up. He just said, you know, play the he measure. He was testing how much you're reading. Yeah. He caught said, you. You know, go ahead and play the measure. And then he, he caught me and I wasn't playing it. And he said, don't show up here if you're not going to read the music. He said, I put sheet music in front of you because you need to read the music. He's like, if you want to be a professional, you want to make this a career. Like at the time, that's kind of what we were talking about. Right. You want to go play for a big band. You got to be able to read the music. Right. You can't start the habits. And he would hold me accountable. And granted, you know, I hope Tim listened to it. You're an asshole. He's a great asshole. He, he yeah. was the greatest coach. He's the greatest drum teacher I've ever had. But he was an asshole. But he, he held me accountable. Right. He said, Don't show up here and not read the sheet music. I put something in front of you. You know what you're supposed to do. Do it. Right. He's a great coach. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. That's what a great mentor, a great coach, uh, someone. And that's the value in having someone. Yeah. Because it it takes a while for you to be able to develop that self-talk and all of that that will keep you on that treadmill, keep you running when you want to quit, will keep you doing these exercises when you're saying what's to use. It will keep you whatever activity it is that you're running up against is hard, but is is, the promise is it's going to make you better. That's the, the value in it to me. I mean, that's just a, um, you know, Cliff sent me a text or or through Facebook saying, I'd like some feedback on my coaching. If you don't mind, just so I can use it in advertising. So I said, well, a picture's worth a thousand words. I took a picture. I said, this is before coaching. This is after coaching. 
you tell me. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, and it, it had nothing to do with something I couldn't do, something I didn't even, he never told me anything I didn't already know. Yeah. You know. But he held you accountable. Yeah. Yeah. How many times have we got people that come in our business, they know what it takes to be mm-hmm. successful in business, but they don't have a system around them and they don't have a strategy and they don't have someone that's up their tailpipe saying, hey, and, and part of the accountability is, hey, I've just spent out all this money. Yeah. And if I. It's I mean, it's one of the truths of the world that, you know, when you're paying for coaching, you're getting that accountability. But what it really is, is with pain comes growth. Yes. It's, it's the yin and yang. You want to break down a muscle, you got to hurt the muscle. Yeah. You know, you, if you want to grow it, break it down. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you, you want to get better at something. Typically, it requires get worse at something. <laughs> it requires someone else showing you you're not that good and yeah. you got to feel bad about it. And you yeah. got to see your flaws. You got to see what you're not doing right. And you got to you got to face it. And a lot of times and I'm guilty of it. It, you don't want to. Nobody wants to. Well, it you hurts your ego. It hurts your ego. It hurts your feelings. It makes you feel worse because you're like, oh, I wasn't where I thought I was. But, you know, anytime I look at whether it be music or sports or especially in a working environment, the, the most growth came with someone making me uncomfortable and saying, you know, you got to you got to do better. But the growth starts this. here. Mm-hmm. And, and at, at the end of the day, if 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 I want to hurt this muscle. Or if I want to hurt, if I'm playing the trombone, I want to hurt this muscle. Or if I, I want to wear these fingers out or whatever, it, whatever physical things I'm wanting to hurt. The first thing I got to hurt to have growth is the mind. Yeah. I got to hurt my feelings. Yeah. I got to hurt my thoughts and my ego and everything else. So, yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, dude, for our first time back, I hope we had a decent podcast. But uh, hey, I, I thought this was great. I enjoyed it. I, I really do. I thought this was a good I, podcast. A good podcast. I hope everyone enjoys it. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's been a minute, as it's, they would say. It's been a minute. Yeah. You know, I think we, we we're adjusting because we got new things going on. Uh, we've got some larger enterprise stuff that's coming down the pike. Yeah. And so it's just scheduling. Everything needed to change. And, and it was time. It was time to take the podcast and make it an independent podcast and then do webinars as an independent webinar. Right. You know, I think that. That well, I think, helpful. I think it saves everybody's time a little bit too. Yeah. Because then I can delineate the audiences too. Yeah. You know, some people are here strictly for training. Some people are here for the yeah. entertainment. Believe it or not. Some people just want to listen to us talk. And I, it shocks me to this day, but I say I, we, they want to hear you talk. No, they want to hear you. No, <laughs> no they want to hear you as well. Well, guys, we will catch you on the flip side. And uh, if you're in the Orlando area, text me 864-507-9696. That's 864-507-9696. I'll be down there July 27th at the uh, Church Growth Conference. I'd love to meet up with you and answer any questions you have. And then uh, we will be back in the saddle uh, with another podcast next week. This was episode 530, celebrating 14 years here. At 14 years. 14 years. Good night. Talk to you guys later. Thank you for listening to our show today. If you have any questions or would like to speak with us about your goals, then please call or text us at 864-507-9696. Reach out to us online at terrywilson3.com. 